one. Hi there and welcome. Hi there and welcome to episode 135 just of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown. Brown, brown, brain, brain. Have you just done James Brown again? Actually, actually, I used to um, be called Brian Brains because I can't pronounce my surname properly. And when I used to like check into hotels and stuff, I'd always say this: "His name, James Brown, Brian, no Brown, Brain." And then a woman actually said Brian Brain, working behind reception. (laughs) So for a while, that was my nickname because I can't say my own name. Why do you tell us these things? I've literally written down what Brian Brain's on next script. I've literally just written that out. Yeah. I think it's self it's just a self-destructive nature. Al. I'm 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 an open book and it's not a book anyone wants to read. Anyway, I'm Brian Brains, the man whose brain is is about as useful as tits on a fish, according to Alex. And as usual, I'm joined by said Alex Connor, whose brain development was mainly abnormal as his brain, like his head is balloon-shaped. And Mrs. ADHD, whose brain is literally smaller than the many veins on her biceps. And that says more about her biceps and the perpetual fear that I live in than it does her brain. Alex, hi. Hi, Pothalamus, James. Good one. Hi, Pothalamus. I honestly, I long for the days where I forgot why you did these. It was was a happier time. Maybe this is why I'm in such a bad place mentally. You coffee, I'm happiness. Yeah, no, I know, but remember, happiness for me is just the absence of anything negative or numbness. Yeah. I long for the numb days when I didn't know why Alex did these solos. Fuck's sake. Anyway, Mrs. ADHD, hi. Hiya. And how are you both, Mrs. ADHD first? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? No, no, no. That's what you and... say, isn't it, Sam? It is, yes. I'm okay, thanks. How are you? That's what that's what you have to do. I've learned that. Right. When we're doing it. No matter how you're feeling. We've we've been watching um we've been watching Love on the Spectrum and the Undatables uh, a lot. And it's interesting that when they have like a dating coach for some people who are autistic, they'll they'll talk to them about small talk, which is what one of Sam's friends literally had to do with her was to teach her what small talk is and how to employ it in a conversation because she yeah she didn't we had it. a list and, and actually we were watching somebody the other day and they started this date and he started first thing he said to her was about the weather and I went God you went straight in there with the weather didn't you I mean you've used that up now so you can't go back to it you should have spent longer on it really because he literally it was just a millisecond that he was like oh it's nice weather today and then moved on and I'm like no no the weather's a good one you apparently can talk about that for ages you should have strung that out you ruined it. It's on your little list, is it? And it is yeah. a social construct. You know, in Germany, Germans, like absolutely neurotypical type Germans, ask me for tips on how to do small talk as an English person. Oh. And they're oh. like, well, how do you know what the level is? That's what they often say. Yes. So like, if you say, I've just had a vasectomy. Do, yeah. uh, do you want, I, I, do you want fries with that? With. This is the absolute thing I struggle with because, and, and often I'll have awkward silences because my brain is searching for something to say, but because I overshare, I'm thinking, I, I don't think that's appropriate. Let's skip to another channel. I don't think that's appropriate either. So then I'm just in silence thinking, wow, what do I say? So yeah, I have to have a list of questions to ask that I learn before I go in for a small talk situation. All those years of James calling you a German man and it actually was just accidentally diagnosing you. <laughs> <laughs> It's German. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Alex, how are you? <laughs> I am 
Excellent. Thank you, James. Yeah, because we've got high listener numbers on the metrics, Spotify subscribers and Patreon patrons. I don't know what any of that means. That was just words. Mm-hmm. One of the words I just read out sent us a letter assuming that they're people. I don't know what they are. Can I read it out? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, James. The letters from a Robert from Kidderminster, sort of. It says, I listened to your episode on coffee. And then the second one, two or three weeks later or something. And it says, <laughs> did you know that James uses coffee to help him do his 12 daily poos that he claims are like dinosaur shits? But in fact, are more like little rabbit droppings. I didn't know that, Robert. Yes, thank you for that. I, is that that is, that, no, that's palpably false. My, I'm not going to go there because it'll put people off. But let's just say Titanic shaped and sized poos come out of this derriere. I don't know if that's a brag or a cell phone. It's, I don't know. It's don't not know, yeah. easy I'm, to I'm determine. Gonna... We've had a real letter. Yeah. Not that that one wasn't. Can I read it out? <laughs> yes. Uh, James, can I? I'm allowed to. Yes. Uh, no, you no. It's, <laughs> it's from, from Dave Walsh. Are we allowed to? I'm just saying it. Dave, it Dave, says, Dave, hi Dave, from Dave, Ireland, Dave. guys. Just want to say thanks for your great podcast, which I only recently came across. Ding. And I'm working my way through from the beginning. Ding. I'm 44 and only recently came to the realisation that I may have ADHD. So I'm currently saving for an assessment. Your podcast provides me with a huge amount of insight into something that I previously thought was all my own fault. So thanks. Don't be so hard on yourselves all the time. Apart from James. And it doesn't say that that's implied. <laughs> You're doing great work, even if you don't believe it. While I tune in, it's like listening to a bunch of old mates. Keep up the great work when it doesn't feel too stressful to do so, Dave. Oh. That is really lovely. It is. Thank, Thank you, Dave. Dave. Internationally, James, what a good mm. question. We are, if I check the notes, up by exactly one country to 170 countries, which is a bit odd as we missed a week. This week's country <laughs> is almost certainly not Mexico, where... Frankly, the script guy could have chosen Spanish, which is the language that almost literally everybody in Mexico speaks. But instead chose Zapotec. Zapotec, Zapotec, James, apparently. Thanks, script guy. So it's a hearty Zanu to the mariachi bandu, like the intro to the podcast, but then turn off after 30 to 40 seconds. It still counts on the metrics. My God, do you know how far down the rabbit hole of Zapotec I've been this week, James? It's absolutely <laughs> fascinating. There were communities in America that, that came from Mexico that actually speak Zapotec in in the South. The whole thing, and more interestingly, Jack and George should have been in Mexico this week, but they're not. Jesus Christ! So this, nobody knows Jack and George. It's not Jack the Tober and God. So I do. I, okay, so that's not true, is oh, it? God, Some yeah, people do. Everybody. I do. Yeah, yeah. I know that, that is, that's, yeah, I know yes, both of them. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Here is here is a fact. Um, right. Anyway, as usual, this Ryanair flight to Ibiza of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. We choose a theme. Oh. Last time was about ADHD and yes. Yes. coffee, caffeine. I know this is the wrong thing in the script. I think I'm right in saying. And this week we're talking about brains. Yes. But because it's such a big topic, just how they are organized in people with ADHD. There's so much 
about the brain we need to subdivide it so we can talk about neurotransmitters and other stuff but we're just going to talk about the way in which the brain is organized and how that organization governs our traits and behaviors so as Did usual you say other stuff for the audience because you literally at that moment couldn't think of another brain word i couldn't think that's of another not, brain thing i couldn't that's think what I just it thought, sounded like, yeah, I like you ever so much. that was it couldn't think of it gone completely gone <laughs> Bearing in mind yeah. what you do professionally, that is brilliant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so as usual, the three parts um, include the 50 cent of evidence, Alex the psycho education monkey, Hello. telling us about the topic, our personal reflections on the theme, and then I don't even know, uh, is it still spunk trumping, trumpeting, top tipping, yeah, Gabby Loganing, We've, we've been asked to call it just the tip. Just the tip. tip. Okay, we'll call that. I love now that. On just the tip. Yeah, nice, well, so and then we'll end with just a tip. So, Alex, you actually you actually study brains, um, or people you used to work with do, and tangentially you get involved on their on their papers, which you know apparently are quite high impact. Um, tell us what you read about them this morning. <laughs> hush, hush. Your pretty little mouth. So, in a way, James, the brain is very much the brains of the body. It's an incredible organ <laughs> made up of billions of different cells. And they work together to regulate literally everything you've ever thought, felt, every memory, every behavior, everything you've ever done, sensations, everything we do second by second, day by day. And there's loads of different cell types. <laughs> I see what you've done. And I researched one of the less important ones, making me a massive fraud. <laughs> and all of these different cell types work together to keep the brain fed and working efficiently and so on. And the key cell in the brain, which coordinates our thoughts and behaviors and actions, is the neuron, which is another name for a nerve. It says here, but in fact, that isn't correct, whoever wrote that. Whereas, because a nerve is a bundle of fibers, James, that can send a message around the brain, a neuron. Is one cell of a bundle. So just just speaking as somebody who alongside you has, has spent years as a science communicator, there is yeah. there is sometimes an element of not giving the full scientific truth to allow people to understand something. So using the term nerve so that people might not be afraid from neuron, I thought, or rather the script guy thought was appropriate, you it's, are a bell end. It's it, what's even worse is literally in the dictionary it says nerve can be used to describe single cell colloquially if it helps. Amazing. <laughs> so it's, it's not Amazing. even right what I did. <laughs> Piss you off. <laughs> Although you did call me a fraud. So yes. the brain has about 100 billion neurons in it, that, that, or, or maybe 50. It's not super 50 billion, it's not clear, but around 100 billion. And that's the same number of times that I've absolutely guaranteed, James, that I will have part of my book section we're writing finished by tomorrow at the latest. These neurons, or nerves, <laughs> as James would call them, communicate with each other using messages, chemicals called neurotransmitters, which we're going to cover in a separate episode. Dopamine, you've almost certainly heard of, but other neurotransmitters are available and indeed are almost certainly super important in ADHD. Don't start. See, I have very little parts in the psychoeducation, and one you of them is to, to bring very well. Yeah, but sometimes bits of them are good. Um, but one of them is to obviously, you know, to talk about ADHD. You fucked me straight away there by by you shushing me. Anywho, these neurons, <laughs> which use neurotransmitters to communicate, are organised into discrete areas of the brain. And they work in coordination with other areas of the brain. They're always talking to each other, so they're not completely separate. 
to manage this overwhelming number of things that it has to do and see and process. And the neurotransmitters allow those neurons to talk to lots and lots of other ones at the same time. So everything gets coordinated. And often the, you're going to have heard this before, prefrontal cortex, bit at the front, right behind the eyes and behind your forehead, is seen as the key area of the brain in ADHD. But it seems that that thought, even though we say it because it's useful, is way too simplistic. And instead, networks that involve and talk to the prefrontal cortex might be a more interesting brain thingy. Those coordinated areas are often called networks or, or loops. And if you think about how a computer is built, it's wired so that the different parts of the computer are all connected to each other. So the software needed for the computer to run can communicate. If that computer was wired just slightly differently, a few wires here and there turned back to front or with other networks, the computer would work completely differently and sometimes not work at all. In a nutshell, well, um, that... Yeah? What? What was that scream? Oh, I was supposed to interrupt at that point. Well, no, at the end. <laughs> the end. At the, at the oh, end. Right, sorry. Yeah, where it is in the script. <laughs> in a nutshell i mean you are describing what i'm describing through action that's amazing and um, this is why people with adhd have the symptoms and traits we do such as not paying attention and interrupting sam a bit like a computer which isn't quite factory standard but works in a different way <laughs> but our brains aren't all wired in the same way are they flawless excellent <laughs> question as always sam no they're not that this is where it gets a bit frustrating, isn't it? Because we, we, as in the community of ADHD adults, probably all share some similarities. As James, I mean, annoyingly, to be honest, says, <laughs> but accurately, the neurodivergent population is also neurodiverse, which means that whilst the way in our brains have developed, it has shared some shared symptoms. You cannot scan the brain of someone with ADHD and go, oh, that's an ADHD brain. Because the concept of the ADHD brain simply doesn't exist in, in the sense of all the same. So there are clots of studies, James, looking at individual Fuck brain yeah. areas in ADHD. shouldn't say clot around James, he salivates. There are clots <laughs> of studies looking at all the different individual brain areas using genetic and physical and, and microscopes and all sorts of, of studies. And these so-called networks are probably going to turn out to be more important to help us understand how the difference in, in when our brain develops leads to the difference in our actual behaviours. So I, I, I'm not letting that go. You were, a, you were a scientist for a long time. Thank you. And we've done confocal micro, you know, kind of dual laser confocal microscopy on cells. And what was it you said again, using genetics and something and microscopes? Lots of microscopes, microscopes. Yeah. not functional yeah. MRIs or positron emission tomography or you know any or EEG stuff they actually use. Just a microscope, brilliant. Yeah, it um, looks so little things. That's all it means. <laughs> so, how do we actually know that these networks are, are, are possibly involved in ADHD? Captain Facts. I like Captain Facts. That could be my new name. <laughs> um. James, it, we scan them with the techniques. You, you know, this. can you leave the questions to Sam? Just let her do them. Yeah. What we know from absolutely shitloads of studies, using all the different ways to measure brain structure and brain activity, is that different networks 
seem to be central to how our brains in ADHD work differently, especially the subcortical networks, which means not the bark of the tree, but the insides of the tree, the areas deep in the brain involved in the complex things of emotion and memory and feeling reward and feeling pleasure. James, that's when you're happy and they can work <laughs> differently. Equally, Definitely. networks which connect the outer bits of the brain, the bark, the cortex, sometimes people call it the rind, which is weird. They are more involved in the higher level thinking and planning skills called executive functions, as well as those deeper areas of the brain as well. All of that seems to act a little differently. Just, just, just to add a couple of words which weren't read out as part of that to make that paragraph make sense. Oh, yeah. Equally, network networks which connect the outer bits of the brain, which control the high-level thinking skills. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I read it. Yeah. 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 yeah no, so fine. all this that's is about fine. connection. Mm. The brain isn't an onion of layers. It's if you, it's more accurately an, un, an onion of layers with loads of skewers going all the way through it, and they talk through those skewers because mm. it's not you can't just peel it away and suddenly you're a monkey or a lizard or something. <laughs> Be you I've tried, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> My Fridays are not relevant to this conversation. <laughs> For example, so there's there's loops and networks. The, James says ridiculously, but I really like it. The CSTC, the corticostriatal thalamic loop, catchy, regulates emotions, cognition, thoughts, attention, motivation, motor control movements. That seems to be, at the moment, the thought is that that's absolutely bang center in the reason for a lot of our ADHD behaviors. So in the corticostriatal thalamic loop, the CSTC, there are brain areas like the thalamus, which is like a relay station to and from, to and from like a post box or a post office. And the striatum, which is involved in executive function and um, processing motivation, movement and cognitive thoughts, even emotions as well. These aren't often talked about, but there's bucket loads of research showing differences, functional differences on average, remember, not all the same in the brains of people with ADHD. So in a brain-shaped nutshell, I mean, that's a walnut, isn't it? Our behaviours and traits are very, very, very likely to be caused, at least in major part, by the different way in which our, uh, parts of our brains are connected to each other and how they coordinate. Long and boring, but accurate. It was, I, and the walnut thing, it was fucking, it was good, you bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it would be in a walnut shell. Anyway, we'll take a break now um, so you can recover from that and we'll be back in part two for what somehow is going to be personal reflections on this. See you in a bit. Bye. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 135, part two. Of the ADHD adults, we're talking about brain networks and regions of the brain. And that, as always in part two, we're somehow going to attempt personal reflections of mm. different structural elements of the brain and ADHD. I'm going to start with Sam, because why wouldn't I in this circumstance? Sam, brain? brain Obviously, I don't know a lot about this, but when I've been speaking to people that 
doubt the existence of ADHD in the past. It has helped when I've said things like our brains are wired slightly differently or we don't have the same connections that other people have because it sounds like there's empirical evidence for that that that's, you can right. actually do a scan even though there isn't but and and also saying things like um you know long-term use of ADHD med stimulant medication um might repair those those links yeah I think to them then it makes them think okay this is an actual thing that can actually be the brain is actually different rather than it being like something intangible if that makes sense so this actually this actually helps me to explain it to other people and make it more credible I don't know if any of that makes sense but I know yeah. I've said this before, but what doesn't make sense, James, is Sam eruditely explaining some of the modern neuroplasticity elements of ADHD that wouldn't yeah. even be in the most current ADHD textbook. Yeah, yeah. Annoys the shell. And, and yet she'll say, and yet she'll, she'll say, I know nothing about. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> People come and ask me questions. I don't know why. And then you'll hear them answering questions with accurate and appropriate information. Yeah, it's really. Annoying. Yeah. What about you, Brian Brains? <laughs> Brian Brains. <laughs> That happened this episode as well, didn't it? Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. What are the chances? I made a note. Uh, so th this may seem like a dry subject. And when the script guy wrote this, the script guy felt that, oh, this might be a bit dry. But I think it's important because we are all different. And we've talked about this before, that you'll see on social media, these five things, these eight things, these 12 things. Um, mean you've got ADHD or if you do these things you've got ADHD yeah. and often Cure they'll say ADHD. for example yeah for example it might say easily distracted and then it might say hyperactive you know or interrupting people well no you might not be both of those obviously as we know there are different presentations and even within presentations think about the fact that there are nine symptoms of inattentiveness and nine of hyperactivity slash impulsivity but you only need five and it's any five so even within those symptoms of one of the two sides of ADHD, we all present slightly different. Well, not all, but most of us present slightly differently. And there's a reason for that. And that's because our brains are all different. And if we can start to accept that neurodiversity within our neurodivergent population, we can help people accept the fact that it's a reason for their behaviors. You know, I, we're always kind of learning. And it's one thing I'm grateful for about this podcast and you know do you know i do talks al the little little talks oh, i do little talks yeah. yeah to go to ireland for because nobody it, wanted to hear those talks yeah it's no exactly literally that they, yeah. they couldn't sell a ticket in the uk so i went to ireland yeah. um it's helped me to learn more as i've hyper focused now for a good two to three years about adhd and i i genuinely did think because if you read even a lot of papers, they will say that prefrontal cortex is the center of this but then when you start to dip deeper into the literature and find out the parts of the brain that, you know, the striatum, which you mentioned, there is more evidence for that being involved in ADHD than the prefrontal cortex in terms of published scientific papers. And yet it's not often talked about. But it makes sense when you read out those lists of symptoms that what that loop does, this loop that joins up the, <clears throat> the outer part of the brain through this relay center to the striatum, and that regulates emotions executive functions movement where the hyperkinetic side of adhd comes mm. in it, it knowing that the way in which your brain is connected just being slightly different maybe that computer analogy or whatever analogy you want to use if that can help you understand why you do stuff but that person with adhd doesn't that can be really helpful because we can often feel invalidated 
by people saying this is ADHD when actually yeah. ADHD is it's a big fucking umbrella term. We know it's a shit name. Um, and really, it, it's all about executive function and emotion. That would cover everybody, executive function and emotion. It because, would, yeah. yeah, because attention and, and the cognitive inhibition are executive functions. And that would make more sense and be less kind of isolating or othering. Alex? I think you both said it all, really. So knowing my brain's on backwards, it helps me. It helps me emotionally. Just what Sam said at the start and what you just said is, is that it helps me explain it to people. People mm. want to diminish ADHD, my ADHD, and, and I won't let them. And knowing a small amount about the brain has mainly it's taught me that we don't know anything about the brain or about ADHD, and the whole thing is open to many interpretations. And that's what leads people to make up bullshit TikToks and sell mm. nonsense books with clear, clear answers to what are complex and unclear questions. At least they write those books, though. At least they write those books. They do. They do send, you know, I mean, a couple of days late, James, that's not too much. I think you need to give it. I can't even do that. It makes me feel sick, the thought of how late I am. What I will I'm interested in you, what you think about this, Sam, as well. What about forgetting about how other people feel? What about does knowing about the brain and that it's a brain change help you emotionally accept your own ADHD? Because I think it does for me. Um, no, because I still doubt I have it all the time. You're just a shit person. Uh, second question related. I oh, think and this is pre Yeah. <laughs> this is pre-diagnosis, but obviously, as everyone knows, Sam's autistic. And I think that you are accepting that more than your ADHD, even pre-diagnosis. Oh, yeah. And I've said this before, even now, even though I'm clearly, you know, I kind of yeah. know that I'm clearly ADHD, but I still doubt it all the time. But when I realised I could be autistic, I was immediately like, ah, that makes so much sense. And I don't doubt that at all. It's really weird, isn't it? Not so really, so not the brain side. Yeah. So the yeah, or, or have met you or have listened to this podcast. So, but the brain side of that. So do you does knowing that your brain grew differently and is and is connected differently help you understand the fact that you are autistic? Yes, probably. Okay, so let's just try yes, and apply it's that to ADHD. <laughs> but but that's oh, yeah. that is in a that is in a walnut shell, Alex. Um, society's approach they to ADHD and autism is generally generally oh, they people. Do have shells. Yes, walnuts yes. don't have shells. <laughs> they do, yeah. though. They really hard yeah. ones. Now, if, if um, they look like conkers on the outside as well. I pick them up yeah. fresh from the forest too. If I'd um, if I'd said that, obviously, again, that'd end up on a t-shirt or a mug, but it won't in this case. <laughs> but that that is a, no, because we don't make shell. t-shirts and mugs. Fuck me! Can I make can I make this analogy? Sorry, can I, carry on. <laughs> Hurry up, Brian Brains. We're trying to get this podcast sorted. I'm not I'm not gonna do it now. That's do it. Do it. No, I'm you... not. Do it. I was oh, going to cool. say that is yeah. it it is very similar to the societal approach to autism and ADHD, in that autism is much more accepted by society as oh. being a neurodevelopmental difference, whereas ADHD by society is more doubted. So I find it fascinating that in your large German man-shaped head you can accept the autism and the fact that it's due to your brain, but not the ADHD. And it just it resonated with pretty much what the rest of society thinks about us. 
Yeah. I do. I, 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 my personal belief, not science, is that autism is more discriminated against overtly. Maybe not. There are other ways that ADHD people, but it is more accepted as a difference, mm -hmm. I think. Ooh. It is. Really cool. Time for a game, huh? It is. Yeah. Before yeah. we do, mm. can I just say that if you're, if, if you're seeing this thing of because it's complicated, it allows people to make shit up. It's, it's that classic scientific mistake of saying, we don't know this for sure. So any belief system is equally as valid. Anything that feels right is fine. That that's the problem we combat. That's why we started this whole podcast and we started the charity as well, isn't it? And that's quite important to avoid. Don't say because because we don't know fully that anything else is is okay to say it's a fact. That's where we get really pissed off. Go on, do your shit game. Yeah. Is it is it Limerick? Well, obviously there was going to be an option if anyone did listen to Friday's episode of um, yeah talks uh, and phone so you've just got a, you've got phone basically and this happened yesterday um i'm smoking so much at the minute that my lungs look like roy castles probably and in one of my many trips back into the house i put my phone in the wrong place so did i put my phone a in the sink without water in it i'm going to add details to all three just to, to try and trip you up so put it in the sink mm -hmm. but there was no water in it yeah did I put it in the drawer at the bottom of the fridge where normal people would have salad, but we have Stella Artois and a migraine cap and nobody drinks in this house, ironically, or did I put it in the bin? And when I say bin, I mean the outside bin, the, the wheelie bin, which gets collected for rubbish, but not for recycling. So sink fridge bin. Well, Good question. I don't think it's the empty sink because your sink has had a mug in it since 1983 <laughs> when you were 208. I don't think I don't think it's your salad drawer because that's full of AB positive blood, your favourite om nom nom. <laughs> so I think you put it in the outside bin, the wheelie bin. But where have your wheelie been? Well, you're wrong. Um, I do like the where, where have your wheelie been, Jack? And then the sink. And then look for it for 15 minutes. I just walked Isn't in. that racist? No. Where have you, I don't know. No? No. Because but now obviously you've made, no made me... You. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I think you get a mixed okay. the, a, a different joke, which is... Yes. Which you obviously know, which means you're, you're probably... Well, well, we know, well we I'm know from Stoke. Are. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not an excuse, just a reason for your racism. Um, yeah, no, put in, it in the sink. In, in, in my daughter's school here in Germany, they made the kids colour in the Chinese people yellow. Oh wow! I what? shit you not. That it is unbelievably un then unaware of of multiculturalism. It is genuinely shocking. Probably shouldn't record that because I'll get told off. Uh, there's yeah, going to be I'm a lot of heavy a lot of heavy editing in this part of the I podcast. Leave it in. They did it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, put it in the sink. No water in there. Look for fifteen minutes. Um, I don't know why. I think I may, may have brought a glass back in with me and put that next to the sink and just chucked my phone in there. What the fuck? Uh, I think I'm winning now, Alex. I think that's 16.15, but I don't know because I've forgotten. And on that note, we'll take a break and we'll come back for just a tip, apparently. See you in bed. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to episode 135 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we are talking about brain networks and ADHD. This is just the tip. James, would you like to give me yours? <laughs> Ding. It depends. Is, I mean, is, is it going to be? Is it going to be good in parts? You know, yeah, parts of it might distracted be. by talking by about this is part but, three, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh. Why did she? Did she not say that bit? Was not flawed. I said, "Give me yours." Oh. No, but the, oh, Jesus Christ! This is descended into into. I mean, it's normally chaotic, but. Whatever. Um, can descend from ground level. No, it's, yeah, it's plateaued, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. So, understanding your brain and accepting your brain is different, and not just from people who don't have ADHD. And I fucking hate the word neurotypical because it others us as much as it others them. But different from people who don't have ADHD is, in my opinion, part of a multi-step process to accepting your ADHD, because you don't have to be a neurophysiologist to know that. Your brain is where you remember. Your brain is where you make decisions. Your brain is where you, um, you know, think of of thoughts. If you can't get them out of your head repeatedly, um, like you're letting people down, for example. Um, yeah. So we all kind of get that our brains are involved, but understanding a little bit more about how actually, you know, attention is a very complex thing. Did you know, for example, and you will do because you've probably heard me say this in the talk that. The brain is thought to have potentially have unlimited storage capacity, but it doesn't have unlimited bandwidth. It cannot deal with all the, the masses of information that's coming into the brain from outside the body, from inside the body. Each eye alone delivers one megabyte of data per second to the brain. And so the brain has to try and filter out most of that noise to identify what's the important shit and what should I, as an organ, regulating everything, focus on. And you understanding, an actually... I am an organ. Understanding actually that the way in which our, our brains often filter these things is, is different and therefore we are more distractible, et cetera, is a step towards acceptance. A really good way of thinking about that is that you are always looking at your nose. You, the, the light, your nose is always going to your brain. Your brain just deletes mm. it from our vision so we don't realize we are unless we start thinking about it. Close one eye, you can see it. You're always looking at it. We just don't bother processing it. Yeah, ex exactly. And, and that can be equally you know not just things that we visually see but any information that comes in exactly. so regardless of how your brain developed regardless of where you sit in our spectrum of functionality or adhd you are probably a bit unique and unless you look like me beautiful and your brains are different not less they are different not worse if you feel invalid, because so many people, and we know this, you know, question their ADHD, particularly after diagnosis or, or after the BBC release programs that are massively damaging to our community, for example. And Jeez. Jeez, just yeah, part of that acceptance is, is understanding the fact that your brain is genuinely different. And there is a reason for your behaviors. It's a part of that step towards 
emotional acceptance. And if, if by understanding that it's not just dopamine, which is what everyone talks about, dopamine, oh, we've got, you know, our dopamine, we've got less dopamine is a common thing, which isn't often true, just yeah. doesn't work as well or we get rid of it. It's not just about dopamine. Lots of it is, and we'll do an episode. Have we done reward? I'm not sure we have, have we? Ages ago, we should revisit. Yeah. Dopamine is a, is a key element of that and motivation, but it's just more complicated and nuanced. And that complication and nuance is why we haven't got that objective test yet. Sam? Yeah, basically what we've already said and what you've just said, our brains have developed differently. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just beat everybody else up, not physically or mentally, actually. Don't beat anybody up. Disregard everything <laughs> I've just said. Alex? I think beat, beat everyone up, both physically and mentally. That's the take home. <laughs> take nothing else away. Sam said that. I think that's true. Yeah, a couple of quick, I mean, tips in inverted commas, in rabbit ears. Um, it's to comprehend the, the feeling of fraudulence and saying, oh, I haven't really got this. Remember, no two people with ADHD are the same. And even more than that, it's highly likely that in the future, we'll probably have to bring autism and dyslexia and ADHD and all the neurodivergences together a bit because they're probably stemming from a broadly similar root issue mm. and so it is more complicated and you are more likely to have lots of other things as well even if you don't meet threshold so it's, it is complex and you can see yourself as an individual but the probably the most useful tip is to use the fact that our brains are different on average measurably different to protect yourself when you need or want to i'm, I'm as james often says i'm the king of masking I, I people often say they can't believe it unless they spend a weekend with me. Isn't that right, James? One of the ways I mm. have to combine authenticity because I still want to be authentic and masking is completely accurately, um, but slightly disingenuously telling people that I don't trust. But if I need them to know, but I don't trust them, I say, oh, well, I've been diagnosed with a developmental neurological disorder that I am medicated for. I don't need to give you any more information than that. Mm. Try diminishing that, Giles fucking Corrin. That's the tip. <laughs> he wrote an article, Sam. I spoke to him about it afterwards, if you remember, when we were picking up that cake from a dodgy road on a Sunday oh, night yeah, in yeah. Birmingham. Because you could have bought one from a cake shop. Well, you know, it was meet a man in a van in a back street in Birmingham to pick a cake up. You could you choose a cake. shop. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, thanks for that. Thanks for sharing your tips both of you thing you said um for that. i didn't really have one i did originally say that you might well i don't know you're a german man um that was episode didn't really have a tip um and oh, oh that's yeah. it oh sorry i mean when it's when it's a bad joke it makes it worse when it's when it doesn't quite land when it's mm -hmm. in, you know it, the con the concept of the joke in my head was okay and then yeah, she IEDs it. It makes it exponentially worse because then it's I have to awkward. explain a bad joke, not just to her, but to the listeners. But it's yeah, it's awful, on. isn't it? Still does I it. do, yes. Yeah, that was, if I'm not interrupted, episode 135 of the ADHD Adults podcast where we talked about brain networks and ADHD. If by a miracle you enjoyed any of this shit, why not help us support the charity, ADHD Adult UK? Um, via the various links on that website. Otherwise, Alex is going to have to continue sponsored cosplaying as Mr. Bean to try and raise money. As usual, get in touch by the what? What does You've that just mean? Got a head that's, that's a bit a... like Mr. Bean. You don't. You know what cosplaying is? Do you? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is. is. It's quite. It's quite round. Yeah, it's quite right. round. Yeah. I mean, why should I have to explain that joke? I mean, you know, this bit I is didn't about. Get that. There's surely there's a. <laughs> Which part of it didn't you get? Mr. Bean. Is he round? Yeah. Is it because beans are round, but, James? But, but you know, but you know the but but P, Mr. P would have been better. Yeah, it was Mr. But, P. James. No, no, Sam. Do you know who Mr. Bean is? Yes. Right, and do you understand the concept of this part of the podcast is to make a joke about the roundness of Alex's head? Yes, I didn't think so he had I... a round head. No, not me. Mr. I mean, I go- again, does. I'm so desperate. I googled. Um, <laughs> I, I've got. I've actually sa- it's saved in my fu- it's saved in my fucking favorites <laughs> on Chrome. There's several searches: cartoon characters with round heads, things that are spherical, <laughs> actors with round heads. Because I've, I'm running out, and Mr. Bean was on there. I'm in a mental okay, health crisis, so I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'll go with that one. And now, obviously, I'm being questioned on the concept that even if you didn't know the name of the person mentioned, you would probably assume, well, it's someone with a round head anyway. And both of you, instead, came to the conclusion. Oh, yeah, no, there's lots, of, there's lots of images saying that he's got a round head. Thank you, thank you. I mean, yeah, this Mr. part was longer P. than the personal reflections. This is meant to be one paragraph. For God's Sorry sake. about that. Yeah. Um, contact us via the website, the ADHDadults.uk or on the socials. Uh, um, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, all.